and on radio.com. Redstate.com is the leading conservative political news blog capturing the pulse of the conservative movement outside Washington and across America. The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. On our giveaways during this broadcast are the responsibilities of the hosts and or producers of the programs conducting the contest. All programs are subject to contestant giveaway rules and responsibilities mandated both by the FCC and by AM 1420 The Answer. Good morning, one and all. How do you do? Welcome to the Irish Show on WHK AM 1420. I'm Jerry Quinn. Delighted to be with you this morning on WHK and on the Internet at whkradio.com. Our program this morning is brought to you by Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant in Valley City, Ohio, Chambers Funeral Homes, Golf Tech, Joyce Buick GMC, Ohio's number one Buick dealer, O'Neill Healthcare, P.J. McIntyre's Irish Pub and Restaurant, Terry Coyne of Newmark, Knight, and Frank, and the Western Reserve Insurance Group. All of the following, bringing you the Irish Show this morning on WHKAM 1420 and on the Internet at whkradio.com. Stay with us now. Our number is 216-901-0945. And our website, or I mean our email is quinnirishradio at yahoo.com. Well, good morning, men. men good of the, morning. Men of Here's the Jerry. West. JC's just sharpening up just well, in case we morning, just in case we go live on Facebook. A, it's, it's looks like a ponytail hair. you're getting. Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> uh, I got it in front, too, you know? Yeah? Yeah. Um, that's, that's I had the bed sores on my keister checked out this week. You what? I had the bed sores on my keister checked out. <laughs> Jeez, that's something <laughs> we, really, we really oh, need to I've know been, that. I've been sitting too long. Oh, I, oh, that's what you mean. Listen, at uh, 10.30 today, we're going to be talking with Cahal Dunn. He has a new book. Everybody knows Cahal as a great entertainer, piano player, song songwriter, composer, he does, it, he does it all, but now he is an author, and a good one, I can tell you. I finished the book yesterday. Uh, it is fantastic, and I want to mention to you, if you want to pick, get it, you can get it on Amazon.com. Right away, just go to Amazon and ask them for Athen Rye. Those of you that don't know how to spell Athen Rye, A-T-H-E-N-R-Y. 
Y, like at Henry. Right. <laughs> uh, just outside of Galway. And an odyssey of sacrifice, so survival, and love. It is a great love story, but with the backdrop of the famine. Anyway, all that's coming up at 10.30, so make sure you stay with us at 10.30 for sure. Also, a very important birthday in the Quinn family today, mm -hmm. John Quinn. Yes. This is about the fifth John Quinn in the family. And, you know, I was thinking about it this morning, um, uh, how many John Quinns we have. And going back to my Uncle John, who came to America in 1915, and he and his two brothers arrived in Cleveland in 1914 and 1915, Pat, Mike, and John. So the three of them arrived here in Cleveland uh, from Knockmore in County Mayo. They became members of the Pipefitters Union right away. And I was just thinking to myself, there's been a Quinn in the Pipefitters Union up until this very day today, over a hundred, uh, 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 almost a hundred years now. And their uncles before them were part of the Pipefitters Union before it was even a union. So it's, um, they came, uh, the Flins, Flins and the Ryans, and they go back to the 18, they arrived, I think, in about 1870. So we go back a long way here, but John has uh, a long pedigree. He's seven years old today. And born into the pipe fitters. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, he's seven years old, so we won't be planning anything like that for him <laughs> yet. you got to start uh, working on that. All the, well, all these kids today, they all go to college. They all get great degrees. Mm. But I, I, did, uh, I did find out that in the trades today, I know especially in the electricians' union, you wouldn't believe the number of electrical engineers all they have college degrees, and they work as electricians. You know, a, lot, a lot of them... Um, a lot of them did their apprenticeship, and then went to night school and went back to college and got the degree. And, uh, and we have the same thing uh, in the pipe fitter shop. We have several mechanical engineers. So, Very good. Um, so, uh, and I, w I would say it's the same in the plumbers union. Would you so anyway, th yeah, th we're getting off on a different. Today. I, I want to say I want to say though, happy birthday to my grandson John. Why did you did happy you birthday, John? Said happy birthday to him. All right, happy birthday, John. Shout out to Father Pat Spicer. That's Father right, I know Father Pat. Mm. In uh, Strongsville. And his mom and dad, sure, I know them both. Mm. Yeah. George, uh, George and uh, Kathleen. He approached my daughter Erin at church and said, I, I heard your husband's birthday mentioned on the Jerry Quinn show. What parish mm. is he in? St. Uh, John's in uh, Strongsville. Oh, in Strongsville. Yeah. That's, oh, oh, Father Pat, he's a wonderful person. Nine minutes past 10 o'clock here on the Irish Show on WHK. While I'm honored, while I'm talking, um, I might as well mention our great trip to Ireland coming up the 16th of June next year. That's in 2021. We'll be uh, leaving Cleveland on the 16th of June, going on, flying into Dublin, and then we're going to go on to Belfast, a couple of nights in Belfast, then over to Donegal Town, a couple of nights in Donegal Town, touring all around the coastline of Donegal. Then we leave there, and we go to County Mayo, to Bellona, my hometown, meet all the Quins and the Clarks, and they're all in Bellona. We're going to spend a few days there, and then uh, we're going to go to Galway, uh, have a great time in Galway. Take a trip out to the Arden Islands. 
Uh, also, stay, stop at the Cliffs of Moor. And our last night will be at the Old Ground Hotel in Ennis. And Ennis, everybody knows, is the traditional music capital of Ireland. Oh, so we all dance to that, the Siege of Venice. I mean, Ennis. It's, uh, it's <laughs> nine, <laughs> it is nine nights. A lot of the trips today are only seven nights or eight nights. We're doing nine nights, so keep that in mind when you're comparing this to other trips. Uh, two nights in Belfast, two nights in Donegal, two nights in Belenair, two nights in Galway, and one night in the last night in uh, the old ground in Ennis and flying out of Shannon, flying into Dublin and flying out of Shannon back to the States, and we'll be coming back on the 26th of June. We have a, a lot. Of, uh, if everybody goes that says they're going right now, we're over 30 people. So we do not know what the limitations are going to be on the bus, if there's going to be any. So I would suggest that you get your deposit in right now to be sure that you have a place on the trip because it looks like it's going to be a sellout. Well, get a second bus. Uh, yeah, we could do that too. Uh, there you go. All everybody. right, here's the number. Tim Vaughn, call him at 216 210 no, 210 uh, I'm getting it mixed up with my own number. 216-210-0208. So give Tim a call. Or you can email him at tvaughn, and that Vaughn, V-A-U-G-H-A-N, at SalemCleveland.com. tvaughn at SalemCleveland.com. Uh, do you do know that uh, the country is in? I, I have been playing the grand old flag for the yes. last few months. So I thought I'd change it this morning, and I play "God Bless America" by my dear friend Frank Patterson, who passed away a few years ago. But he loved America. He loved living here. He was from Tipperary, but he and his wife had established their home in New York, and they loved living there. Unfortunately. Uh, Frank passed away at the young age of 58, but not before he recorded some wonderful patriotic American songs. And this was one of them, and he loved it. God bless America. Here's Frank Patterson. You can call Eddie at 216-901-0945. JC and I, we will be watching the computer at quinirishradio at yahoo.com because Colleen has taken the day off today. Here's Frank Patterson. The storm clouds gather far across the sea. Let us swear allegiance to a land that's free. Let us all be grateful for a land so fair as we
This is Alec and Darby's Folk, and it's called The Butterfly.
Now, that was recorded a good many years ago, and that was the resident band of Darby O'Toole's, and the name of the band, of course, was called Alec and Darby's Folk. Alec Gabriel was the leader of that, and, of course, that band disbanded many years ago, maybe 20 years ago. Alec and John uh, joined up together, and they called themselves now the New Barleycorn. Uh, Peggy Goon and she went on, and um, she, um, she got married to Paul, and uh, they're called Bridget's Cross now. And Pat Quinn, he moved to Chicago, and uh, he's in the banking business. 20 minutes past 10 here on the Irish Show on WHK AM 1420. Jerry, I wanted to comment on the Frank Patterson. Yeah, uh, go ahead. God Bless America. I don't know of any, how many of your listeners have seen the video. Uh, the woman's name is, uh, well, it's on uh, Facebook. Her name is Hope Peacock. Mm-hmm. And the video is of her little daughter, looks to be about four or five years old, singing God Bless America. <laughs> and the little girl is in perfect tone. How old is she? It's about four or five years oh old. My She's goodness. cute as the day. But Hope Peacock, uh, look her up and uh, you'll love the video. It's had over a million uh, views. Okay, great. Send us an email if you want. Two ones. Uh, <laughs> Quinn Irish Radio at yahoo.com. Ed Fitzpatrick is yes, the Yes, I am. Uh, George Spicer called in, and he wanted to thank you for, you know, the shout-out that you gave him. He said it was greatly appreciated, and he loved it. And, I, I, and, and you know the Fitzpatricks are married to the Spicers, too. No, I didn't know yes. that. Yeah. We're married to Don't everybody. Surprise me. But that was to Pat Spicer. Yeah, to Pat Spicer. I know. And you said George Spicer. George Spicer called it in. Okay, yeah. got it. All right, coming up at the bottom of, of the hour, 10.30, we're going to be hearing from Cahill Dunn. He's going to call in, and we're going to be talking about his new book, and it's entitled Athen Rye. It is available on Amazon.com right now. You can go uh, go to Amazon and you pick it up. It's a great value. It's a wonderful book. You're going to love it, and I don't mind endorsing this because it is great. Speaking of addict Gabriel, here he is. The star of the county down. Near Banbridge Town in the county down one morning last July Down a boring green came a sweet Colleen and she smiled as she passed me by She looked so sweet from her two bare feet from the sheen of her long brown hair Such a coax of mel, sure I shook myself for to see if I was really there From Bantry Bay up to Terry Kay and from Galway to Dublin Town No made up scene like the sweet Colleen like I met in the county down Woo! As she onwards bed, shiver shook me head, and I stood with a feeling rare. Then I said, said I to a passerby, who's the maid with the nut-brown hair? He smiled at me, and he said, said he, that's the gem of old Ireland's crown. Young Rosie McCann from the banks of the Ban, she's the star of the county down. From Bantry Bay up to Derry Cay, and from Galway to Dublin town. No maid of seen like the sweet Colleen, like I met in the county down. Woo! Fair, she'll be surely there, so I'll dress in my Sunday clothes. With my shoes on bright and my hat cock right, for a smile from the nut brown rose. 
No pipe I'll smoke, no horse I'll yoke Till my plough's a rusty brown Till a smile and bride by me old fireside That's the star of the county down From Ban Street Bay up to Derry Cay And from Galway to Dublin Town No maid I've seen like a sweet Colleen Like I met in the county down From Ban Street Bay up to Derry Cay And from Galway to Dublin Town No maid I've seen like a sweet Colleen Like I met in the county down There they are. Um, Alec Gabriel at 10.24 here on the Irish Show on WHK AM 14.20. Now, speaking of great traditional music, this traditional music comes from County Sligo. Oh, you hear about it a lot in Clare. But then again, think of traditional music. Think of Coleman Country, which is famous in County Sligo. Here's a group that comes from that great county, the Border Collies. It's called The Man in the Bog. Top of the morning. Western Reserve Group has proudly served Ohio for over 100 years. Their mission has been to provide families with quality insurance protection 
for their home, auto, business, and farm. For more information about Western Reserve Group, contact your local Western Reserve Group independent insurance agent or go to their website at www.wrg-ins.com to find an agent near you. Improve your golf game with Golf Tech. Take the next step to a better game with equipment and custom fitting with the latest technology. Golf Tech has six area locations. Your golf game goes further with Golf Tech. Visit one of Northeast Ohio's Golf Tech locations or go to golftech.com. Golf Tech, proven path to proven results. For generations, Chambers Funeral Home has been a part of the great history of Northeast Ohio. Providing meaningful funeral services what Chambers strives to provide. Pre-planning your future funeral arrangement is a wise and sensible choice in estate planning, and Chambers can help assist you and your family. From traditional burial services to cremation services, the funeral directors at Chambers are skilled and assistant families of all faiths and financial abilities. Please call Chambers Funeral Home at 216-251-6566. Or visit them at chambersfuneral.com, and they would be honored to discuss all of the many options available to you and your family as we commemorate a life well lived. Chambers Funeral Homes are proud to be family-owned and operators and helping greater Cleveland families since 1933. There are three locations in the Cleveland area right now. You can call them at 216-251-6566. You know, when you think of uh, buying, selling, or leasing real commercial real estate, there should be one name foremost in your thoughts, and that is Terry Coyne. It's a big deal to go out and expand your business, contract your business, relocate, even renew with your existing landlord. We wake up every day and help people find new office space, new industrial space, retail, land, investment sales. In a sense, I manage people's money. It just happens to be hard assets. In our business, information is everything. You need someone who's got deep experience, knows the market, has a good team, has a track record. We're booming. It's never been better. For more information, go to terrycoin.com. Hi, I'm Mike Joyce from Joyce Buick GMC, inviting you to visit our dealership for a new Buick or GMC. Joyce has a great selection of new Buicks and GMCs in stock, and we're offering you the best in pricing and customer care. Come see why Buick is the fastest growing car manufacturer in the U.S. Joyce Buick GMC, serving you for over 45 years. That's right, folks. Get to Joyce Buick GMC. Kevin and Mike Joyce and Sean, they're on the premises just about every day. They've got the greatest selections of Buicks and GMCs, the Envision, the Enclave, then the Terrain, the Acadia, the Sierra, the Yukon, all of them. Very, very impressive. But the great service you get at Joyce Buick is unequaled. So get, in, get to Joyce Buick, talk to Kevin, Mike, or Sean, you can see their complete selection on their website, drivejoyce.com, or you can uh, stop in and visit them at 38039 Chester Road, right off I-90 in Avon, Ohio. Uh, I think we might have Carl Dunn standing by, do we? 
It's until yes, I... Yes, you do. Hang on, Carl. Just one moment, please. All right. Is Carl done standing by? There he is. Good morning, Carl. Good morning, Terry Quinn. Let me How crank you, you up a bit here. I can hardly hear you. Just see, can you hear him? Hardly, I can hear you. Can you hear him? Can you hear me now? I can. I do, but I'm JC. is uh, he's got the headphones on on the other mic, and it's not coming through to him. Yeah, somehow. it's coming through. It's too loud, there, Jerry. Oh, it's too loud. Yeah. He's always complaining. <laughs> Honest to God. That's what my wife says all the time. Does that sound familiar, Carl? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Does yeah. Kathleen say to you, would you turn that television down? I, you're too loud with it. Oh, I'm too loud. Not to mind the television. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure uh, you get the door for me. We want to make all the machinery work here. I don't want Eddie commenting because you know whenever whenever something doesn't work in the studio, Eddie always uses well. There we go with that World War Two surplus m equipment. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm keeping him in the other studio this morning. Good morning, Carl. I have your book, Athen Rye in my hands here and oh. i finished it last night i was saying on the air earlier it's wonderful i loved it but before i ever get a chance to read any book around my house my wife nelly she grabs the book and she gra got this one and i knew it had to be good because i came home from work one day and there was no dinner she always has the dinner on the table when i come home about five six o'clock whatever time it is and there was no dinner and there she was in the front room, stuck in your book. And I says, what's going on? She says, I can't put this book down. I just can't. I have to keep reading it. So I knew then it was a good one. And um, I, got, I got a hold of it, and I finished it last night myself. It was wonderful. But listen, let's, uh, let's talk a bit about um, uh, uh, why another book about the famine? Because there's been lots of stuff written written about the famine. Why did you pick that subject? Well, first of all, um, I I owe you a dinner. First of all, that's the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I I always loved the fields of Athen Rye, and it put a human face, Michael. I mean, it put a human face on the famine, and most of us, like we know that the potato sales. A million plus emigrated and, and a million plus starved, but um, I I wanted to find out more about it. Why did it happen? And I thought it might be interesting to approach the famine from a, a love story point of view and how they managed to survive through it. So I picked the O'Donoghues and the Donnellys from Connemara, and um, I. I started researching and researching and researching for about three or four years. I have about 10 copy books full of notes and things. And I learned a tremendous amount, Jerry. I mean, the penal laws that were in, in the 17th century when, you know, William of Orange beat, beat uh, King Charles at the Battle in, in, of the Boyne and Drogheda. Um, no. they, 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 then he was declared king in England. He was a Protestant. And they were terrified of the Catholic French invading um, from Ireland. So they sort of impoverished the Irish by terrible laws like you, you, you couldn't own a house, you couldn't vote, you couldn't uh, own a horse more than five pounds. 
uh, you couldn't practice uh, speaking Irish. You had to go to a Protestant uh, church. You were fined if you went to, to a Catholic church. All that awful stuff that only ended in um, 1829, just sort of be, it set in motion the, the famine. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have this, this couple, Liam and Moira, and they meet at an Irish wake, or, a, you know, when there were two couples were emigrating, a couple were emigrating to America, and they had this little party, they'd never see them again, and they meet there, and it goes on, and they All fall right. in love. And, but and listen, how, how much inspiration did you get from this song? Because, you know, it's one of the most popular Irish songs in the past 20 years, probably. Did, uh, did, did the inspiration come from that? Absolutely. All right. Um, but I, I just thought it was worth developing a bit more into a book. And uh, I, I, poor old Liam gets caught stealing food, you know, for his mm-hmm. family. And he's shipped over on a, sh- on a convict ship to Australia eventually after spending three years in England in a sort of working. But um, I, I didn't know. Huh. I, knew a lot about the co- I knew a lot about the coffin ships, uh, how awful they were, and they'd open the hatch and throw out the dead yeah. every day, and one in every four, the worst of the famine, died on the voyage. I didn't know anything much about the convict ships. And yeah. when Liam went over in 1850, they were treated much better because it was in their interest to keep the convicts alive for sure. labor in Australia. Sure. So they let were me, treated much better. Let me ask you this. And, uh, yeah. How did you create the characters? Now, Liam Mora, Liam Collum, uh, yeah. all, the, all the great characters. And, of course, Liam and Mora are the, uh, are the central figures of the book. But how did you, how did you create those? Well, first of all... They're very, they're, they're of, very pleasing characters. I have a lot of time to to think. I I drive, well, you know, before the the COVID, I was driving like 40,000 miles a year all over the country. And uh, that gives you a lot of time to think. And I was reading a lot. Um, For example, uh, I I came across in the National Library of Australia uh, a journal that an English guy called John Acton Roth wrote about he was sentenced to 10 years for forgery, and um, yes, I, I remember him in the book <laughs> of his daily life on the ship. So I called the library and asked them, could they send me a file of it? It was on microfilm in Perth, and they said that would be a lot of work, blah blah. But anyway, thankfully, they sent me the file, and I had the name of the ship, the captain, the amount of convicts, the treatment. Uh, they were actually taught how to read and write, mm-hmm. and I, I put Liam on that ship. And uh, he landed over on the western oh. side of Australia. And th- I was very lucky to get that journal because I, I, I know the famine part is historically accurate. And now the ship was absolutely historic and correct. And I wanted it to be a, quite a, an adventure, but I wanted it to be possible for somebody to do this historically. And I think I, I did it. How about how about how long did the research take? Something a book this size is uh, three hundred pages. How how long was yeah. the research? And I see you covered Australia, you covered Ireland, and America, uh, San Fr- yeah. the West Coast, California, to be specific. Uh, how long it did the research me, take? It took me on and off about three years, Jerry. Um, just getting, trying to find files and reading and reading and reading. Thank thank God for Google. 
Now, you it know? was easy I, enough for you to do the, the research in Ireland and even in America because you've been all over America, but you haven't traveled extensively in Australia, have you? I've never been there. Oh, you've never uh, been there. But, uh, you you no. would think from the book that you were almost a native. <laughs> well, um, there's, a, there's a, a website called Trove. It's put up by the Australian government, and it has all the old papers, uh, all old, old, old books and things. And I just literally probed through those and found little bits and pieces. And as I said, I've got 10 copy books. And I, I sort of, when, the, when, when we were shut down in March, all of us musicians, I came home from Florida and there was nothing to do really. So I just sat down and I got out the book and I put it all together and I wrote it. I wrote it down in about four months. Really? It's very, it's yeah. very good. You're a great writer. You really well, are. I, 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 I don't know. I, I think that. But Carl, I think I, the I, um, uh, the uh, sign of a great writer is to be able to hold the reader's attention for for page after page after page. And you did that with me. I know you did that with Nelly. And I'm sure anybody that buys this book is going to say that. So I think well, you you have a, you have a talent. You might have to give up um, uh, <laughs> writing uh, writing songs and performing. Well, I tell you, no, wouldn't it be nice as I get older just to go around to book signings and sing the fields of Athen Rye and stand up there and talk? But I tell you, it was a team effort, Jerry. Um, I would write twenty pages and I'd hand them over to Kathleen. Well, yes, and she would say, "You know, I was going to ask you about that." On page one hundred and ninety in your book, and I have it right here in front of me. There's a lovely letter that Liam wrote to Maura. And I, you know, as I'm reading that, I said, you know, I said to myself, I see a woman's touch in here, the way the phrasings, the, the construction yes. of these sentences. Did she help you with that letter? She did. Aha. Uh-huh. She did. I knew. Well, you know, to get, a, to get a full dimensional character, you need input from, uh, if, if it's a woman, you need a male point of view and vice versa, just so that they're not cardboard characters, you know. Um, I wanted to develop the characters, um, but I'd hand it over to Kathleen, and she would sort of say, look, do this, do this, do this. And then a fellow Michigander from yours uh, I met in Florida. I started a choir in Florida when I go down in the winter. Her name is Judy Savala, and she is, she is a retired um, librarian and a teacher of creative writing. And um, I would send her uh, my section when Kathleen passed it, and she would then say da 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 da, mm-hmm. and she'd polish it up. She polished it up beautifully, send it back to me, and then the next section, the next section, until the book was finished. And so it was a team effort in fairness. But now I must. Uh, I'm going to do this uh, on page 191 in the book, the last paragraph of that letter. I'm going to read to our listeners right now, and you wrote, and Kathleen wrote. Uh, Liam is writing back to his to his wife Maura, and he says Maura. Know that you're my last thought before I go to sleep each night, my first each morning. You are strong, Mara, so very lovely, funny, loving, funny, and kind. I consider myself that you are and always will be the love of my life. Oh, my God, isn't that great? Jeez, don't let any what? woman read that book. There's a, there's <laughs> lovely. That's a, it's a, uh, but the book is full of... Uh, little phrases and um, chapter and uh, paragraphs like that, 
And I, I think the appeal here is just so... Now, uh, there's a historical background to this. The, 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 it's always there in the background, the, fam the famine. Yeah. But uh, yeah. uh, another question for you is this. Would you say that Maura and Liam would be kind of a typical young couple in Ireland during the famine, struggling to sur survive and wondering whether they should stay or go? Would you say it was kind of typical of those days? Well... I would say absolutely, Jerry. Um, like, as I said, um, I sort of put more of a human face on the famine um, than in the song. You know, we just had Michael and his, yeah. his, his wife. But um, it, it was a desperate time. It was it was awful cruelty beyond it's belief. To, it's hard to imagine but it. Obviously, all the other human emotions existed too. Love, for sure. And people still fell in love in the most awful of times. <clears throat> and if if they were lucky to get out, they got out. And um, I, I have one great character. He's from Mayo. And I know uh, Cleveland is full of Mayo people. <laughs> if you remember Ball Paddy. In I do indeed. And the reason why he was called Ball Paddy was because he had the best head of hair that Liam ever saw in his That's life. Right. He was the the <laughs> character, the but characters are phenomenal in this book. They really are. You, re, you, you, you really painted a great picture. Uh, of of each character, you did it nicely in words, and I suppose that's the sign of a great writer. Well, I tell you what, Jerry, I you're a character. I've met some amazing characters all all over my <laughs> all, all throughout my life, and I just put it, you know, put just a few people. You might even recognize yourself in in Ball Patty, like <laughs> I mean, but uh, <laughs> I put a lot of my experience of characters into the book, and I wanted them to be believable and I wanted them to be memorable uh, without being Superman, you know? Yeah. Liam is, is Liam is no Superman, but he starts illiterate at the start of the famine because he wasn't given a chance like the Irish weren't. And yet, throughout his journey, trying to find himself getting back to Moira somehow, he, he gets a bit of an education on the ship. You know, an Englishman helps him. Uh, he becomes more um, compassionate. He becomes more enlightened, and it's it's sort of and the bad guys in the book they are complex individuals. I mean, they're not just bad bad. They they have some good features, mm -hmm. and that that human nature in us. Like um, so, I I had sort of I had fun doing it to be honest. Yeah, uh, but um. it was, I must. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. The the um, the ending, uh, I thought was um, great justice for Edward, but we won't we won't tell people anything about the ending. The ending is uh, is good. I think people will will like it. But I, I I'm up against the clock here. Um, yeah. Could we? Do you think we could have another book about Limo Donahue and Maura Donnelly, their life, how it continues in California? Well, I've, I, from the people that have bought the book already, they're all asking for a sequel. Um, I, 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 I'd love to, but it's a ferocious amount of work. Um, <laughs> if this you is, if you this just is, tell Kathleen, say, Kathleen, i got to go to California for about six yeah. months. Do you mind? <laughs> well, Jer Jerry, I, I can't wait to get my yeah. copy. <laughs> uh, Jerry, before... I have, I, have, I, I have 
hardly saw her since I came home from Florida because I was in my home in the little, you know, office we had. Yes. JC wants to ask you something here. Yes, sir. Yeah. Hi, Cajal. I just want to jump in here. Uh, I don't know if... uh, I haven't seen any reviews of your book in the Irish Echo newspaper. I'm a correspondent for the Echo, so if you could get uh, the book to me, I'd love to review it and uh, get my review into... uh, uh, the editor. Oh, absolutely, but I will. Carl, because I'll be putting, I'll be putting ads in in about a month's time. I'll be delighted to do that. Yeah, wonderful. Send us, Carrie Jerry Quinn, and uh, uh, I appreciate that. Now, now, Kyle, I see you did get some great reviews from some really well-known people: Malachi McCourt, Adrian Flannelly, my friend that runs the Irish program in New York City, yeah. uh, Diane Burns, who runs the radio program in Pittsburgh. Uh, Rocky Rocky Blair, I don't know I know him, but he Rocky was a Blair. Pittsburgh Steeler football player, right? And he got injured in Vietnam. In v- uh, yeah, oh and yeah. He, he came he came back with a ter- terrible leg injury, and he amazingly came back to win a few Super Bowls, and they made a movie of him. Yeah, and Phil Coulter also did a. a, a, a nice yeah. review of it, also. So um. I hope this book does well. It should do well, um, and it deserves to do well because you put an awful lot of effort into it, and um, it should. It, I know it's going to be a great success. Well, Jerry, it's available on Amazon Kindle. You know, if you type in Athen Rye on the Amazon website, you'll get it for eight ninety nine, or you can just go to my website, com and for $15 and $4 to ship, I'll send anybody a copy. I'd be delighted that, you know, my, it's a, I have a tough old name for America. It's Irish for Charlie. It's Cahal, C-A-H-A-L-D-U-N-N-E.com. And you can just send me a check or call me or whatever. Yeah. All the information, now, information is on my website. Would you mind, would you mind if I play the song, sung by you, The Fields of Athen Rye? Oh, I'd be honored. Well, we're going to we're going to close out with that, Cahill, and uh, my regards to Kathleen, and your son Ryan, and all the family, and again, good luck with the book. It's wonderful. I recommend it highly. I posted something on Facebook about it last night. I don't know if you saw it or not. It's on Quinn Irish Radio. So, um, I, I, I that. thank you so much, Jerry. Uh, thank you, Cahill. Here's Cahill Don singing the fields of Athen Rye. of Athenry 
Oh, there he is, the great Cahal Dunn, now residing in Pittsburgh, now a famous author, and we hope his book sells millions. 
don't you? It's great talking to Colin. Oh, it's it? absolutely. I can't wait to go out and get uh, get a copy of it myself. Get on to Amazon. Oh, right, yes. Right away. Uh, and I hope lots of people do because they're going to love this book. Does, um, you know, the definitive book I always said on the famine was The Great Hunger by C- Cecil S- Woodham Smith. Smith. I but know. I think if this book of Cahill's gets out there, I think it's going to be just as big a winner. That maybe was, maybe that was bigger. Book I ever that read was on the famine. This, this well, that was the first yeah, first one. That, I mean, it was, and that was one of the first books that I really read yeah. all the way through. Yeah, it, it, it's still a fabulous book. Oh, it is. It is. The only problem with it, Eddie, for an older guy like me, I, I started, Carl's book kind of inspired me to do some research on it, and I started reading, but the type is very small. I know. They need to come out with a, uh, a newer version of it. But it, again, the Carl Dunn book Go- will have big, much greater appeal to oh, yeah, Americans. absolutely. So, so Carl, you're up against some uh, big-time uh, writers there, but... You're going to you're going to be the winner, JC. Were you going to say something to me? Well, I've got some, uh, just a few things. To well, wait a minute. Here. It's coming okay. up at the top. It's coming up at the top of the hour. So let me just uh, go into the top of the hour with uh, some music, and then we'll be back in the second hour of the program. Uh, here right now is Mary's Lane, Michael Crawley, Sway. Michael wrote this.
This is AM 1420, The Answer, WHK, W273DG, Cleveland, a service of Salem Media Group, WHK, Cleveland. And we're in our number two of the Irish program here on WHK, AM 1420, and, um, and JC, just want to mention this. Uh, there was a terrible accident on, I think it was 480 and 271, I think Thursday. 480 by State Road here. State oh, is that what it was? There was and Ed, um, I think it was Edward Repepe. I didn't know him, but mm-hmm. Mr. Repepe of the Repepe Funeral Home was killed in a terrible, oh. tragic accident. And for those of you that didn't hear about it, a dump truck apparently went, got on the freeway, and the back of the dump truck went up on oh. the freeway. And it hit a sign overhead. The sign it ripped the sign out of its uh, from the anchor up above. Yeah. And it came down, and Mister Pepe's truck was just under it. Killed oh, him. Inst- Lord. Killed him no. instantly. What a terrible, terrible, awful accident. thing oh, Lord. for the Repepe. And that is the Repepe funeral home. I th- I, I've been to the funeral home many times. I don't know the family. But I think we should uh, extend our condolences to the family. It's oh, just it's a tragic, yeah. terrible. I can't even imagine. We all leave our houses in the morning, get in our cars and our trucks, and feel so secure, and then something like this to happen. Oh, I, you, I, you, I, you never I, know. I, you I, just I thank know. God for every day we have here. I know. As I leave the house every Sunday morning to come to the radio program, Nellie says to me, the last thing she says is she, she goes out. She says, now, be careful, Jerry. Drive safely and <laughs> keep an eye keep an eye out all I, around <laughs> you. But if something like that happens. Hey, you, believe me. There's well, nothing. How about last year with the snowstorm? And I, I, I passed by uh, uh, Father, Father Cousins. Cousins. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I should have stopped. But his was, I, his was ice on the road. Ice on the road. But, but, but this I, uh, this I came other by thing. him. And he but was let me still tell you, there. this yeah, was you a freak. Know it was him, though. No, I didn't. This was but a I was this freak accident, yeah. though. Oh, yeah. Of a sign coming down and hitting your truck or your car. Who would even think of such a thing? Think. No. And, uh, and it's terrible for the family. So, from all of us here, we extend our uh, sympathies and yeah, condolences to the Repepe family. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that came up, Jerry. I think. Uh, it was up, and he left. Uh, he just dumped a load of uh, a dirt or whatever, and he forgot to put it back down. No. Forgot yeah. to put it down. But even so, you know, yeah. I, I, again, I don't want to start putting blame on anybody, but if you ever drove one of those things, which yeah. I didn't, but experts have told me, when you start to drive that with the with the bed up, yeah. it's very, you, you, it's almost impossible. Almost yeah. impossible. You can't go more than. A few miles, a couple yeah. of miles an hour, and it shakes the whole truck, and it's wobbling. So I don't know why the driver didn't understand. Well, <laughs> I, anyways, I don't know. You, I you know. know, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of investigations about this. For sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I've got a, I got a big shout out to the construction crew uh, that's doing that big project at the top of Cedar Road Hill. Uh, one of the one of the lads was from Ballycroy. His parents were from Ballycroy. His mother was anyway. And so we were we were sitting in there uh, talking, and he I said I'll give him a big shout out, and I he was I was supposed to dedicate this to his mother, but it's in another pocket. What uh, my note? So <laughs> if you're listening, hey. you can call me hey. anyway. But I'm gonna g- give you a, a construction or a union song, the bricklayers. Wait a minute, I can't do it right now. One thing is coming okay. up just before I go to that. We're gonna we do the bricklayers for yeah, you. We're gonna do the bricklayers song, and I usually do this for you. Used to do this for Tom O'Neill all the time because Tom was a bricklayer. 
I, I really need to get this commercial in, and it's for Sean Lackey and Gandalf's Pub. We've got to get this in right now. And then we're going to do with the Bricklayer song for all the guys working on Cedar Hill on the, on, on on the, the big, big project. The big project. The best European-style pub is nearby at Gandalf's in Valley City. Whether you're in for brunch, lunch, or dinner, the chef's inspired menu will cast a spell of deliciousness, keeping you coming back for more. Plus, live entertainment, a large craft beer selection, and great service make Gandalf's Pub one of the area's liveliest gathering spots. For great food and fun, it's Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant, Route 303 in Valley City. All right, make sure you get to Gandalf's. That's Sean Lackey's place out in Valley City, Ohio. It's a great little spot, great food, great entertainment. I wanted to go there last week, but just couldn't make it. But I am. One of these days, I'm going to get out there and have dinner very soon, Sean, if you're listening to us. Anyway, back to the bricklayer, Eddie. You wanted this for all of the gang working on that construction site yeah, on, got, Cedar, on Cedar. I have one other dedication <laughs> that I want on Cedar Road. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, there. I, I met them all there at, at Nighttown. Uh, oh wait a minute! I put the I, microphone. I, I met them all there at Nighttown. They were having a, a you know lunch there, so. But anyway, with lunch, I bet you. Okay. <laughs> but I I also want a big shout out to Notre Dame professor Amy Coney Barrett, who was just nominated for the Supreme Court, and she her middle name that she's probably a Cooney, one of the Cooneys, probably Cooney's related. Her maiden name. Yeah. Good Irish Coney. Uh, cast yes. a girl yeah. from the I did hear from the Notre name. Dame. I've heard the name Coney, though, but it's probably a derivative of Coney. Could be, it, yes. It could be. But anyways. Classy lady. Quick. Big shout Sorry. out to her. Style. Mother of seven kids, two yeah. are adopt, adopted, and they're minority children. Yeah, she's uh, she's quite an impressive lady. Well, I she'll be confirmed next week or the week after. I don't think there's any problem with that. That's going to happen. Anyway, here is the bricklayer. This poor unfortunate young fellow one time, he couldn't find a job in Ireland. So he headed off across the water to London and he got a job there on a big construction site. He was a bricklayer by trade. So he uh, turned up at work faithfully every day for about a year. He was first there in the morning, last to leave in the evening. And all of a sudden one day the bricklayer did not show for work. And they were all wondering why, until a letter arrived from the bricklayer to his boss explaining why he wasn't at work. And this is the form the letter took. <laughs> now, dear sir, I write this note to you to tell you of me plight. For at the time of writing, I am not a pretty sight. Me body is all black and blue, me face a deathly gray. And I write this note to tell you why I'm not at work today. Now, while working on the 14th floor, some bricks I had to clear. But to toss them down from such a height was not a good idea. Well, the foreman wasn't very pleased. He is an awful sod. He said I'd have to cart them down the ladders in me hod. Well, now moving all these bricks by hand, it was so very slow. So I hoisted up a barrel and secured a rope below. But in me haste to do the job, I was too blind to see. 
that a barrel full of building bricks was heavier than me. <laughs> and so when I untied the rope, the barrel fell like lead. And clinging tightly to the rope, I started up instead. Well, I shot up like a rocket, till to my dismay I found that halfway up I met the flaming barrel coming down. But the barrel broke me shoulder as to the ground it sped. And when I reached the top, I banged the pulley with me head. But I clung on tightly, numb with shock from this almighty blow. And the barrel spilled out half the bricks some 14 floors below. <laughs> now when these bricks had fallen from the barrel to the floor, I then outweighed the barrel and so started down once more. Still clinging tightly to the rope, me body wrecked with pain. When halfway down, I met the flaming barrel once again. Well, the force of this collision, halfway down the office block, caused multiple abrasions and a nasty state of shock. But I clung on tightly to the rope and I fell towards the ground. When I landed on the broken bricks, the barrel had scattered round. Well, as I lay there groaning on the ground, I thought I'd passed the worst. But the barrel hit the pulley wheel, and then the bottom burst. Well, a shower of bricks rained down on me. I didn't have a hope. As I lay there bleeding on the ground, I let go of the bloody rope. <laughs> the barrel then being heavier, it started down once more. It landed right across me as I lay there on the floor. It broke three ribs in my left arm, and I can only say <laughs> that I hope you'll understand why I am not at work today. As Tom. That is uh, Tom Sweeney. He used to be with the group called the Barley Bree. Here on the Irish Show on WHK AM 1420 and on the internet at whkradio.com. If you'd like to call Eddie, you can do so at 216-901-0945. Give him a call. He'd love to hear from you. J.C. Sullivan is going to bring us up to date on what's going on in the Cleveland area. He's got both of the bulletins from the East Side yeah, Club and the West Side Club. But first, I'm going to do a shout-out to uh, two ladies from my St. Vincent de Paul class, uh, uh, Maggie McGinty-Marks and Mary Ellen O'Malley-Brooks, uh, having lunch with the two ladies in a couple of weeks. Okay, great. And uh, uh, with uh, Rich Masterson, who's also a member of our class in Pat O'Malley, Pie O'Malley, I should say. O'Boyle. Pie O'Boyle. But anyhow, at the West Side Club, uh, let's start there. This afternoon is their annual clam baker steak dinner. $35 for members, $40 for non-members. Three to five today, this afternoon. And uh, bar opens at two o'clock. Uh, I don't need to read you the details on what goes with the clam bake. But uh, See, you can buy tickets out this late anyway. But go ahead. Go ahead. It's sold out, you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty well, much, yeah. You're too late for that one. Donselman's is having a Friday night uh, fish fries. Uh, they're out at 2-1490 Lorraine Road, Fairview Park. Uh, check them out. And let's see what else I can tell you about the Eastside Club. 
Well, that's all for the moment, but let's go over to the uh, east side. That was the west side club. Over on the east side, uh, their clam bake is Saturday, October 3rd. And that's uh, $25 for a member, $30 for a non-member, cash bar, and uh, live music. Doors open at 5 p.m. Dinner will be at 5 p.m. Yeah. A Halloween party for the kids uh, out there, uh, Saturday, October 24th. Costume contest, lunch, trick-or-treating. It's going to be in the upper hall, and they'll social distance. Uh, for kids, uh, $3 ticket, and adults uh, will be free, of course. And I think uh, that's about going to cover things uh, from the East Side Club. Let me turn one more page. And uh, that's it for the moment. Mm -hmm. Now you can have that, Eddie. All right. 12 minutes past 11 o'clock here on the Irish Show. We're in hour number two, so make sure you uh, give us a call. Eddie is by the phone. Here's some great traditional music. We specialize in traditional music here on this radio program. What, what is that, Eddie? Oh, yes. He's pointing <laughs> out something here from the Shanakee, and there's a picture of us. That's right. There we are, Eddie, with the two bowling what boys. What a fine-looking group that was. Well, yeah, we're all right. We took all the pictures. There's yeah. a lot of pictures. There. Yeah, a lot, really a lot of pictures. And there's yeah. pictures of uh, Jerry and Mike. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of Quins in those pictures. Well, was, one, two, wasn't three. Wasn't that right after you uh, won the uh, closest to the pin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you see how excited I was? There I am. Yep. All right, uh, that's good. Get the Shannon Key from the East Side Irish American Love. If you remember, you do get it. Um, so now, let's go here to... Um, Crossroads. This is called the Fast Boat to Kowloon.
Her name is Kathy Ryan, born and raised in Detroit, Irish-American, and she's written numerous songs like that. Great, great songwriter and a wonderful performer. Just want to remind you of our upcoming trip to Ireland next June the 16th for 10 days, 9 nights. We're going to be leaving Cleveland on the 16th of June and landing in Dublin the following morning. And then we'll travel on to Belfast. And here are the hotels and the locations I'm going to tell you about right now. Uh, we're going to be uh, two nights. We're going to arrive in Dublin, then drive to Belfast. Two nights in Belfast at the Grand Central Hotel. Then on to Donegal. We're going to be two nights at the, the Central Hotel in Donegal Town. I've stayed at that hotel many times. It's wonderful. It's right in the middle of the, the town 
on what's called the Diamond. Two nights there, we're going to travel around the coastline of Donegal. It's going to be wonderful. Then on to Ballina in County Mayo, and we're going to be staying at the Ballina Manor, where we stayed in 2017. All of us, we had a wonderful time there. Uh, then on to the Galmont in Galway for two nights. The Galmont was just built uh, not that many years ago. It's a fairly new hotel. It's right on the bay. I mean, in down uh, right a couple of minutes of walk, actually, from Air Square. Uh, fabulous hotel. And then the last night we're going to spend at the Old Ground Hotel in Ennis, County Clare. Lots of traditional music in Ennis. Pubs are all open, of course. It'll be wonderful. Now, uh, we have over 30 people signed up already. And um, we, uh, we do not know if there will be limitations on the size of the bus we're allowed to have. So all that's um, in the future. But if you do want to get on the list, make sure you... Call Tim Vaughn at 216-210-0828 or you can email him at tvaughn, that's T-V-A-U-G-H-A-N at SalemCleveland.com. Now, don't forget, it's um, nine nights, ten days. An awful lot of the tours are going for seven nights or eight nights. Not that many are going for nine we're going going for nine. By the way, we're also going out to the Arden Islands off the coast of Galway. You're really going to enjoy that. I've done it several times myself, and it's a wonderful, wonderful trip to the islands. But that's um, that's one of the many things we will be doing on this trip. Once again, I'd like you to call Tim, and you get a copy of this brochure that I'm reading from right now at 216-210-0828, or email him at tvaughan at salemcleveland.com. That's our trip next June. I know it seems it's a long way off, but it really isn't. It'll come up pretty quick. Now this, O'Neill Healthcare. When locating the right care for your elderly mom or dad, look no further. O'Neill Healthcare has been providing outstanding elder care on Cleveland's west side for more than 50 years. Whether needing assisted living, memory support, independent living, skilled nursing, hospice care, dialysis, or rehabilitative therapies, we are here for you. Our team of physicians, nurses, and therapists deliver personalized care with compassion and quality at the forefront. You have peace of mind knowing they are with extraordinary people who provide exceptional care. O'Neill Healthcare is always improving the care of older adults and is the trusted choice for your loved ones. For more information about O'Neill Healthcare or to schedule a tour at one of our five facilities, please contact us at 440-808-5500 or visit us online at O'NeillHC.com. The best European-style pub is nearby at Gandalf's in Valley City. Whether you're in for brunch, lunch, or dinner, the chef's inspired menu will cast a spell of deliciousness, keeping you coming back for more. Plus, live entertainment, a large craft beer selection, and great service make Gandalf's Pub one of the area's liveliest gathering spots. For great food and fun, it's Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant, Route 303 in Valley City.
Improve your golf game with Golf Tech. Take the next step to a better game with equipment and custom fitting with the latest technology. Golf Tech has six area locations. Your golf game goes further with Golf Tech. Visit one of Northeast Ohio's Golf Tech locations or go to golftech.com. Golf Tech, proven path to proven results. Here is Kieran Tourish. Uh, I believe this young fellow lives in Nashville. He's from Ireland, but he's a fiddle player. And this is a nice piece called Lucy Campbell's. Eleven twenty nine here. That's Kieran Tourish here on the Irish Show on WHK AM fourteen twenty. Actually, that that brings back some memories to me because Bernie Tourish here in Cleveland, he was the uh, organizer of the Four Lads. Remember that group uh, down by the riverside? They made that song famous throughout the world. What a what a great era of music that was back in the fifties. Bernie still lives in uh, Northern Ohio. I think he lives in Strongsville, still around. So that's wonderful. Yeah, I think he listen, I think he listens in once in a while to the show. Uh, Bill Randall, of course, was a great promoter of the Four Lads. Just loved them, and uh, we did a show with them one time with Johnny Carroll at Lakewood Auditorium, the Four Lads. And Johnny Carroll, when he came over from Ireland, that was that was just uh, remember that, JC. Oh, absolutely. That yeah. Was, that was, yeah uh, my older sister Marilyn uh, was a fan of uh, theirs. 
she saw them. I, there was a place out by the airport called the Skylight yes. Lounge. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. They and they were at Jim. They were at Jim Swing. Yeah, they were at Jim Swingos for years and years. Remember, over at uh, was it the Carlisle? I think it was. Anyway, talking about famous people, here's one famous, and I know my two, uh, my granddaughter Cece, she likes this song. I think Scarlett does too, and it's called "The Reel in the Flickering Light." Christy Moore. Looking features, a poor old dog and a worm and a weed and a fine old pigeon. Yes, indeed, a daddy long legs jumped up sprightly and danced to the reel in the flickering light. Oh, round we go, heel to the toe. Then a daddy long legs jumped up sprightly and danced to the reel in the flickering light. On his thin and wispy spindles, he was deft and he was nimble. His eyes were scientific and his dancing was terrific. They made it in, and the nettles in the corner took it in. Oh, God says I, tonight's the night. We'll dance to the reel in the flickered light. Oh, round we go, heel to the toe. Oh, God says I, tonight's the night. We'll dance to the reel in the flickered light. Then he looked at me directly, with a gaze that could dissect me. And he asked me in a whisper, Have you got any sisters? think I am. I've only one, she's not your type. She wouldn't dance a reel in the flickering light. Oh, round we go, heel to the toe. I've only one, she's not your type. She wouldn't dance a reel in the flickering light. Says he, does she come from another planet? Has she got to be in her bonnet? Does she do her daily duties? You never know, we might be suited. And the worms began to laugh And some of them started shuffling off We're going to have some fun tonight Getting ready for the reel in the flickering light Oh, round we go, heel to the toe We're going to have some fun tonight Getting ready for the reel in the flickering light I could see he had no scruples When I looked into his pupils They were purple or magenta Like a statue during Lent Good man, says he, no, don't delay. We're going to have some fun tonight. Then he flipped his legs in the flickering light. Oh, round we go, heel to the toe. We're going to have some fun tonight. Then he flipped his legs in the flickering light. Then up stepped a red carnation, and they gave her an ovation. She was warm and enchanting, and she slowly started dancing. And the nettles and the weeds began to sigh. Daddy long legs said, My oh my, are we ready for the reel in the flickering light? Oh, round we go, heel to the toe. Daddy long legs said, My oh my, are we ready for the reel in the flickering light? She was gentle, she was charming, and I heard him call her darling. He was graceful as a whisper, and his delicate legs of silver. And the worms were still as mice And the poor old pigeon said, that's nice 
a shimmering veil on the lovely bride of the dance to the reel and the flickering light around we go heel to the toe a shimmering veil on the lovely bride the dance to the reel and the flickering light around we go heel to the toe a shimmering veil on the lovely bride the dance to the reel and the flickering light That is Christy Moore here on the Irish Show, 1135. You can call us at 216-901-0945. Make sure you stay tuned for coming up at the top of the hour, Tom Kelly and company. He will be keeping you informed on everything that's going on, not just in Cleveland, but throughout the United States, and especially all information, everything you want to know about the upcoming election. 1136. Coming up next, we're going to hear... Uh, from uh, this guy here. His name is uh, Jerry Quinn, and I recorded this years and years ago, and it's about a guy, a fellow named Percy French going to a hotel in London and uh, taking a look at the, the registry, seeing a name he recognized when he looked at the register. That was before credit cards, long before credit cards, when everybody had to sign their name or sign the register. Anyway, here's the story. I recorded this 25 years ago when I was at WRMR. Percy French wrote it. I didn't. I wish I had. In a small hotel in London, I was sitting down to dine when the waiter brought the register and he asked me if I'd sign. And as I signed, I saw a name that set my heart astir. A certain Francis Farrelly had signed the register. Now, I knew a lot of Farrelly's and out of all the crew, I kept on sort of wondering, which Farrelly were you? And when I'd finished dinner, I sat back in my chair, going round my native land to find what fatherly you were. Were you that keen-eyed Kerry man I met below Kinmare, who told me that when Ireland fought, the odds were never fair? If Cromwell had met Sarsfield, or met Owen Roe O'Neill, it's not to Mr. Gladstone we'd be looking for repeal. Would of Ireland for the Irish, not a Saxon to be seen, and only Gaelic spoken in that house in College Green. Told me landlords were the devil, their agents ten times worse, and every sort of government for Ireland was a curse. Oh, if you're that Francis Farrelly, your dreams have not come true. Still slauncher, slauncher Francis, for I like a man like you. Or were you the Francis Farrelly that often used to say he'd like to blow them Catholics from the dairy walls away? The boy who used to bother me that orange launched to join and thought that history started with the Battle of the Boyne. I was not always with you, Francis. The Pope was not my friend. But still I hope, poor man, he'll die without that bloody end. And when you're quite from care yourself and get to kingdom come, it's no use teaching you the harp. You'll play that orange drum. Oh, man, you were a fighter of that, I had no doubt. 
for I seen you in Belfast one night when the Antrim Road was out, and many a time that evening I thought that you were dead, the way them Catholic paving stones were hopping off your head. Of you, the Francis Farrelly who came from North Tyrone, here's looking to you, Francis, but do leave the Pope alone. Or were you the Francis Farrelly that in my college days, for strolling on the Kingston Pier, had such a curious craze? Do you remember them lovely sisters, the blonde and the brunette? I know I've not forgotten, and I don't think you forget. That picnic at the Dargle, the other at the Scalp, how my heart was palpitating, hers wasn't. Someone said you married money, maybe you were wise, but the gold you loved was in her hair and the diamonds in her eyes. So I like to think you married her and that you're with her yet. T'was some militia officer that married the brunette. But the blonde one always loved you, and I know you loved her too. So me blessing on you, Francis, and the blue sky over you. Oh, were you the Francis Farrelly I met so long ago in the bog below Belmullet in the county of Mayo? That long-legged, freckled Francis with the deep-set, wistful eyes that seemed to take their color from those ever-changing skies, that put his flute together as I sketched the distant scene, and played me Planksty Kelly and the wakes of Inishkeen, that told me in the autumn he'd be sailing to the west to try and make his fortune and send money to the rest. And would I draw a picture of the place where he was born, and he'd hang it up and look at it and not feel so forlorn. And when I had it finished, you got up from where you sat, and you said, Well, you're the devil, and I can't say more than that. Or oh, if you're that Francis Farrelly, your fortune may be small, but I'm thinking, thinking, Francis, that I like you best of all. And I never can forget you, though it's years and years ago, in the bog below Belmullet, in the county of Mayo. It's called The Four Farrellys here on The Irish Show on WHK. Here's one of the best tenor banjo players you'll ever find. Her name is Damaris Woods. She be, she's with um, Derek Warfield and the Young Wolf Tone. She was in the studio here, actually, a few months ago. But here she is where I play in a piece called The Castle Jig. I did already. But what are you going to say? Part of people. Yeah, go ahead. Manus and Bridgie Conway. And that's from their dear friends, Brighty and Pat Talty. Okay, and great. don't forget Tommy called in. Our good buddy Tommy called in, and Tommy, it's about time you called. You're usually in the first hour. I don't know what's keeping you.
And that's Damaris Woods. I know that's a different name. Did you ever hear that name before, either either you guys? Damaris? Demaris. D-E-M-A-R. No, I have not. Damaris. I never did either. Yeah, I've heard it, but I can't tell you what the connection I don't know. The connection she's was. from, I think she's from Cavan, County Cavan. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, I just heard uh, last week that uh, Dr. Connor Delaney from the Cleveland Clinic, he was born, born in uh, County Limerick. He was appointed the CEO of the um, clinic in Florida, the Cleveland Well, they have a number Florida. of different places. Now they have the one in Stewart. It's right where I play golf down there when I go down in February. Well, he's the CEO Looking of for all, Maybe the, I'll all the Florida operation. I can get him over to play a little golf with us. Well, if you ever get sick and you need surgery, call him oh. out. He's a great surgeon, supposedly. Um, his, uh, his Let's see if his I father, don't know. Find out where his office his, is. His father and mother. Yeah, were both doctors, I believe, and he grew up in Limerick. I think he went to medical school in Dublin. Don't know that much about him though. Eleven forty-five here on the Irish Show on WHK. Eddie is still around. Here's oh, a yeah. good. Um, here's a great, a great Irish tenor. His name is Kieran Sheehan. I met him first when Pat Coyne uh, had his festival, and he brought him here to Cleveland. But he's done a lot of Broadway shows, The Phantom of the Opera. But here he is to sing. All I ask. Of you. Here's Kiran Sheehan. No more talk of darkness. Forget these wide eyed fears. I'm here. Nothing can harm you. My words will warm and calm you. Let me be your freedom, let daylight dry your tears. I'm here with you, beside you, to guard you and to guide you. Christine, that's all I ask for. 
Here on Sheehan and Gail Willis here on the Irish Show on WHK AM 1420. Now it is. Stand by for O'Neill Healthcare. When locating the right care for your elderly mom or dad, look no further. O'Neill Healthcare has been providing outstanding elder care on Cleveland's west side for more than 50 years. Whether needing assisted living, memory support, independent living, skilled nursing, hospice care, dialysis, or rehabilitative therapies, we are here for you. Our team of physicians, nurses, and therapists deliver personalized care with compassion and quality at the forefront. You have peace of mind knowing they are with extraordinary people who provide exceptional care. O'Neill Healthcare is always improving the care of older adults and is the trusted choice for your loved ones. For more information about O'Neill Healthcare or to schedule a tour at one of our five facilities, please contact us at 440-808-5500 or visit us online at O'NeillHC.com. Hi, I'm Mike Joyce from Joyce Buick GMC, inviting you to visit our dealership for a new Buick or GMC. Joyce has a great selection of new Buicks and GMCs in stock, and we're offering you the best in pricing and customer care. Come see why Buick is the fastest growing car manufacturer in the U.S. Joyce Buick GMC, serving you for over 45 years. So you're thinking of buying a new or used car? Why don't you make sure you get to Joyce Buick GMC? See their complete selection online at drivejoyce.com. But you can also meet the owners. If you stop there, you'll meet Kevin and Mike and Sean Joyce. It's really a big dealership, but family-owned and operated and has been for almost 90 years. So stop in and see them. They're located at 380-39 Chester Road, right off I-90 in Avon. And their phone number is 440-934-6600. But stop and see them or go to the website, which is drivejoyce.com. All right, bringing us up to the top of the hour. Kermit Tom Kelly is coming up next. Here's Dedanon, and this is called Duo in G.
telling us that Tom Kelly is standing by and he's ready to go. So make sure you stay with Tom until 2 o'clock today. Our program is brought to you by Chambers Funeral Homes, Gandalf's Pub and Restaurant of Valley City, Ohio, Golf Tank, Joyce Buick, GMC, O'Neill Healthcare, P.J. McIntyre's Irish Pub and Restaurant, Terry Coyne of Newmark Knight Frank, and the Western Reserve Insurance Group. All of these good folks bringing you the Irish show this morning on WHK AM 1420 and on the internet at whkradio.com. We'll be back today again next Sunday morning right here on WHK in Independence, Ohio and on the internet at whkradio.com. I leave you with the immortal words of John Locke when he wrote, Oh, Ireland, isn't it grand you look like a bride in a rich adorning? And with all the pent-up love in my heart, I bid you the top of the morning. I'm Jerry Quinn. Good day. Preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Do your toilets percolate? Are they starting to routinely back up or cause weird things to happen when they flush? Or maybe your sinks drain slow, even after you've snaked them or tried that liquid clog buster stuff. If any of that's going on, you might have a sewer line problem. And unless you fix it properly, it'll just get worse until it creates a real nose stinger of an emergency. So here's what you do. Call my hard-working, straight-talking, do-it-right drain pros at Wyatt Works. They'll jet out your main sewer pipe and scope it with a camera to ensure that it's fixed and fixed right. One easy call to Wyatt Works and walla-ka-doodle, problem solved. Back to smooth-flowing, works-like-it-should drain and plumbing. Hey, it's 